Welcome to Do It For The Process, studio conversations for artists and creatives. I'm your host, Emily Jeffords, professional artist, educator, and mother of three. In this podcast, we dive deep into what it means to run a successful creative entrepreneurship, how to stay true to your art while also growing your creative business. And I always give a gentle reminder to fall in love with the process all along the way, because I firmly believe your creative business is only as strong as your creative practice. And with that, let's dive into today's episode. Hey, hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. It is so good to be here with you today. It's been a long little break and I've really enjoyed it. It's also given me a lot of time to envision this podcast. And I have to say, there are some incredible episodes coming your way, including an interview with Morgan Harper Nichols, conversations on creativity in the holidays, how to have a successful creative business this holiday season, Um, Today we're getting into some phenomenal Instagram story tips, stay tuned for that. Books that I've read that have changed my life, I mean really, they have changed my entire life and I'm so thankful for them, and a lot more. This season is going to be really full, really exciting, and I am honored to be here with you today. So welcome back to Do It For The Process. I cannot wait to get into all of this with you guys. Okay, before we begin today, I just have to warn you. I am going to share a lot of information with you. But if you're not in a place to take notes, if you're not, you know, currently sitting at your computer, that's completely fine. If you're going about your day, if you're painting, if you are doing the dishes, if you have a kid crawling on your back... I see you. I under, I 100% understand and relate completely. Um, I'm recording this after midnight because this is the one time in my day that it is quiet. It is so quiet. Listen to this quietness. Mm. I don't hear this very often. <laughs> so I understand completely. And I've got you. There is a download that you can access in the show notes, right? You know, scroll a little bit and you'll see the show notes and you can just click and then you can download easy peasy. And the download also has an extra bonus tip for you that I think you're going to very much enjoy and want and be thankful for. All right, let's dive in. Are you ready? Again, you can take notes right? I think you're going to get so much out of this episode, which by the way, if you didn't get from the title is about Instagram stories. We're talking about 10 fresh tips for Instagram stories in 2020 and probably into 2021 also. Ways that you can use Instagram to market, to connect with your audience, to make deeper, more meaningful connections, to share your story, to connect with you know people that will be your, your buyers and your, your people. Um, but also, just to have fun on this app. This app is so much fun. So my 10 tips for fresher Instagram stories, things that I have done that really make me think that this is probably the best place to market on the internet. And I do not say that lightly. In fact, I'm in a mastermind with like 30-ish of the most incredibly talented and smart people I have ever met in my whole life. Like truly these people are, are, I don't know how I'm in the room. Truly, I don't know how I'm in the room. They're incredible. 
but they let me in the room. I don't, I think, you know, they're just charmed by all my paint and my pigment. I don't know, but they let me in the room. And <laughs> at one point I got called out because I basically have one piece of advice. If someone's like, Hey, I have this thing. How should I market it? My go-to answer is Instagram stories. Or if they're asking for advice on finding out what their ideal customer might be thinking, my response is go to your Instagram stories. Or maybe they want to get some feedback or they want to get some, you know, more subscribers onto their email list, or they want to sell a product. My response is Instagram stories. I try to get creative. I try to have other replies every now and then, but I'm always just like, yeah, you could do that. But also, why don't you just use your Instagram stories? <laughs> so why are they so successful for me? Why do I recommend Instagram stories so consistently to the smartest people I know? Well, it's because they're effective. So in this episode, we're going to talk about 10 tips for fresher Instagram stories, how Instagram stories are evolving in 2020 and into 2021, why they should be a huge part of your holiday marketing plan. For those of us that are small business owners, this is a really big deal. Even if you're just beginning to think about running a business, pay attention, pay close attention. How you can use this beautiful platform sustainably day after day. And I think that's one of the benefits of Instagram stories is the consistency of it. You can come back day after day and it feels fresh to you. It feels fresh to your audience and it's kind of addicting for everyone involved, which more on that, but I love that aspect of it. All right. Again, there's a download that you can access. It has a bonus secret 11th tip. I'll give you 10. There's 11 in the download and it's available via the show notes right below. Okay. Are you ready for this? Let's dive in. for just a moment to tell you about my new course, The Pigment Lab. The Pigment Lab is designed for artists of all skill levels, complete, never picked up a brush, total newbies, to my seasoned professional creatives. It takes you from creating your own pigment, to creating a painting, to creating a finished work of art that you are going to be beyond proud of. We talk about how to connect with nature, how to connect with your inspiration, how to create something truly unique and beautiful. And I walk you through every single step of the pigment to paint to painting creation process. Every single step. We will walk side by side. You can metaphorically and digitally hold my hand and we'll go through this beautiful thing together. The pigment lab is beautiful. I had the vision of creating the essence of a creative retreat. I do these gorgeous creative retreats in places like Spain and France and Alaska and just wherever, wherever I can find a glorious location that's the right spot for these, you know, for my guests to travel to. I wanted to recreate that vibe and that sense of quiet inspiration and passion in a digital course, which I knew was going to be no small feat because our lives are busy and it's hard to carve out that kind of sacred space. But I think I've done it. I think this course is that. 
I'm very proud of it. I wasn't going to release a painting course until I knew I could release the best painting course. And I am so proud of what I've created. I'm so proud of what we're going to create together side by side. And I can't wait for you to join me. So go to my site, emilyjeffords.com, click the link right below. It'll take you there. Check it out. See what's right for you. And then you might want to dust off those brushes. I think it's time to create some artwork. Okay, go there, do that, and then let's dive right back into this episode. Are you ready to dive into Instagram story nerdiness with me? Let's do it. Okay, you all know by now that I love Instagram stories. I feel very at home in that platform. And I do think of Instagram stories as a separate platform. There's Instagram, there's Instagram Reels, there's IGTV, and then there's Instagram Stories. All different platforms. And then there's even Instagram Live, which is kind of like a little bonus to Instagram Stories. That's all I'll say about that. It kind of feels like within Instagram, there are four distinct platforms. Instagram posts, you know, we all know our feed, we all know the Instagram posts that are beautiful and editorial and have the great captions and all the things. Those are lovely. I love Instagram posts. IGTV, which is more, you know, long form video content. And now there's also the Reels feature, which is a newer feature within Instagram. And it's so much fun. It's so delightful and playful and really allows for a little bit more editing within the app, which is nice. And then Instagram stories, which we're going to focus on today. I love Instagram stories. And I think I love them because they feel like the most intimate place within Instagram. It feels like you're talking direct to your person, direct to your one audience member, each of them at a time. It feels like they get an intimate look into your process, into your heart, into your ideas, into your day, whatever you want to share. It feels intimate, thoughtful, consistent, and really it feels like you're creating content for your biggest fans, which I think that is the golden ticket of a good Instagram story account, just so you're aware. That's the most important thing. You're creating consistent, thoughtful, and intimate content for your biggest fans. Now your Instagram stories are amazing because they are going to attract your super fans. You know, your wider Instagram audience, not everyone that follows you is going to see your stories. That's just not possible. And I think if you look at your own habits, if you follow, let's say 400 people, I bet you watch maybe 20 of their stories a day. You can kind of, you know, look at your own habits and see how that, you know, shakes out for you. But typically we watch just a fraction of our overall followings stories each day, unless you love stories and that's where you really spend all your time, which kudos if that's your thing, totally get it. But most followers don't watch all the Instagram stories. So what you want to do to kind of, you know, make your story feed go towards the front is to call people to your stories and let them know that that is a place that they want 
to hang out. They want to see what's happening there. Stories, it's where it's at. And I recommend doing that because the more you can create that habit within your follower base, the more you can say, you know, my stories are worth watching, come watch them, the more that they will watch your stories. And the more they watch your stories, the more your feed, your story feed, scooches to the front of the app. So when when you go to your home screen on Instagram, you see that, you know, of course, there are posts down below. Those are beautiful and eye-catching. But right above the posts, you can see the story reel. So you can see the row of stories that you could watch. Those are the available stories for today. You know, stories expire after 24 hours, unless you save them to your highlights, which is a whole other thing. But the more they can go to their stories and see yours appearing towards the front, the more often they will watch your story. That makes sense, right? So you want to encourage that engagement. You want to call your followers into that space intentionally. And you want to do this because the more they can get to know you in this intimate and consistent and thoughtful place, the more your words and your ideas and your marketing will sink into their minds, right? Like, of course, the more they're going to see you, the more they're going to trust you. The more they trust you, the more they are willing to invest in whatever you want them to invest in or appreciate your products or appreciate your process or appreciate whatever you're doing. It's amazing. This medium is unique because it is interactive, personal, and something we don't often think about, it's full screen. How often do you get the entire real estate of somebody's phone? Not very often. Let's just put it that way. An Instagram post is, you know, a square or maybe it's a slight rectangle. That's lovely. But how often do you get the entirety of someone's screen? That is precious. So take that as an honor because it absolutely is. Okay, let's dive into some tips. I already gave you one sneaky tip. I told you to call your audience into your Instagram stories intentionally. All right, so that's tip number one. That means that when you are, you know, talking about your your work on your Instagram posts, the typical, you know, we post something on Instagram, call people into your stories. Say, hey, link in my stories or check out my stories for more info or check out my stories for more behind the scenes or go to my stories to enter a giveaway. Be very intentional about asking your audience to join you in your stories. You can also do this by saying things like at the end of your emails, your marketing emails, or your just your regular emails, check out my Instagram stories. So instead of saying, follow me on Instagram, because that's lovely, of course, but you can get one step more intentional and say, check out my Instagram stories. So find ways that you can call your audience from within Instagram and then also other places on the internet into that story place, into that story uh, section of Instagram. Okay, tip number one, call people into your stories intentionally. Tip number two is to create marketing templates. This is especially for those of us that sell things or that want to communicate, you know, consistently. Create marketing templates and then reuse them frequently. So an example of this is I created a natural painting um, marketing graphic. It's for a lead generation. The thing that it's advertising is totally free, but I created a template that just talks about, you know, the, the natural paint, um, pigments, 
what is toxic paint, what things should you be aware of, what should you look out for, what does it mean to have a, a non-toxic painting studio, um, what do I recommend, what resources do I recommend, and I have beautiful graphics created for that that I created back in, oh gosh, I don't know, maybe back in February. I reshare those graphics probably every month, maybe every other month, depending on the season and the flow and how things are feeling, but I share them frequently. The exact same graphics, I share them frequently. So if you can create a template and then reuse it frequently, then you're golden. You can also recreate, like I said, a template where you can, you know, put different images, put different texts in there, and you can share a similar vibe, but different marketing material, different graphics, different emphasis, different photos. I do that all the time. People always ask me how my Instagram story posts look so consistent and so beautiful and, you know, just so top notch. That's how. That's my only trick. I have a template that I use. I use Illustrator to design my templates, but you could use Canva. You could use something like Unfold. You could use, well, whatever you're comfortable using, really. Whatever whatever works best for you, that's what you should use. Create a template. Use, reuse, repost. Okay. Tip number three is hold space for conversation. Like I said, the beauty of Instagram stories is they're intimate, which means you are speaking to one person. Your Instagram stories should feel like you're talking to one person. So because that's the vibe you want to give off, that's, that's the beauty of this platform versus other platforms is you get to hold space for conversation. So invite that conversation. It could be as simple as a question box where they can, you know, enter their answer to a question. It could be a poll. It could be an invitation to DM you. There's now a sticker that you can put on your Instagram stories that says DM. When they click that sticker, they get to send you a message. It could be as simple as, you know, inviting more conversation by like asking, you know, what do you think? What are, What is your opinion? How has this affected you? I would love to hear from you. Just be that open place that people feel like they can have that conversation. Because if you're inviting good conversation, if you're having good ideas, if you're having a good, good content, then you should and will invite that conversation. Okay. Number three, this is a separate platform, right? Like this is not Instagram posts. This is not IGTV. This is not um, Reels. This is Instagram Stories. So conceptualize the content that you want to share there and make it different from everywhere else on the internet. Make it different than, of course, it should fit your vibe. Of course, it should fit your, your aesthetic and your messaging and your marketing, of course. But the content that goes on your stories should not look just like the content that goes on your posts or on your Facebook page or on your, you know, wherever else you share things. It should look unique. It should look beautiful. It should also feel unique and feel beautiful because it's thoughtful, consistent, and intimate. You're talking to your biggest fans. All right. Tip number four is to be the human behind the brand. Oh, this is number five. I can't count. (laughs) Tip number five, be the human behind the brand. I love talking direct to camera on Instagram stories. I love it. I never thought I would have ever said that in my entire life. 
I took public speaking um, classes in high school because I was so bad at them. I was so bad at public speaking. I was so bad at getting up in front of people and sharing my thoughts. It paralyzed me. It really made me so nervous and I felt so inadequate. But something about the safety of getting to care for my thoughts and getting to, you know, speak when I'm ready. I don't have to speak for very long. I can talk directly to the camera. It's not talking to a crowd. It's just me to, you know, my phone essentially. And there are filters. Oh my gosh, there are filters. (laughs) Thank goodness, right? So I highly recommend that you be the human behind your brand. That's tip number five is to be the human behind your brand. Let your personality come through. Let you come through. It is 100% okay if you're unique. Actually, um, I think in my notes I said it is 2000% okay to be unique. So be yourself, be vulnerable, be funny, be nervous, (laughs) be silly, be serious, whatever you need to be. I think it's actually very beautiful when the brand, you know, this thing that we've created, this thing that lives outside of us crumbles a little bit and we can just be our unique vulnerable selves. Now, I talk about this in my course, making art work quite a bit, but you are not your brand. And that's a good thing. You should have a brand that is outside of you, that keeps you healthy, that keeps your brand healthy. Again, I talk so much about this in my course. If you're kind of ready for that, you know, next level thoughtfulness, join my course. It opens in February. It will 100% meet you where you want to be. 100%. It's amazing. But when you allow your brand to be so beautiful and well-defined, and then you kind of peel back the curtain a little bit and share the human and the you and the unique, memorable, you know, funny, interesting parts of you, it's actually a really intimate and wonderful way to connect with your audience. And um, memorable equals interesting, right? Interesting is memorable. So those things go hand in hand. Being memorable is interesting. You don't want to be forgetful. You don't want to be forgettable. That's that's what I meant. You don't want to be forgettable. You want to be memorable. You want to be something that stays in people's minds. They got something from you that really stuck with them. It really made them, it changed them in some way. Well, doing that means that you have to be, you have to be layered. You have to be complex. You have to have something to sink your teeth into. You can't just be this beautiful vanilla brand. You have to be something interesting, something unique. So lean into that. Of course, go for it. Okay. Along with that, Instagram stories, this is tip number six, Instagram stories allows for long form conversation. And I highly recommend long form conversation belonging in this space. What I mean by that is you can speak on Instagram stories for, let's say, two to three minutes, which I know sounds very short and it is a podcast like this is much more long form. You know, I can talk on here for anywhere between 30 and 60 minutes and then it's completely fine. But, um, on, on social media, anything over 15 seconds is kind of long form conversation. So Instagram stories allows for that really easily. Now you can hold down that record button and record for a solid minute that is a long time on social media terms. So lean into that, really speak your heart. Again, go back to the you, record beautiful, you know, bits of your process, 
um, record things that are fun and interesting about the behind the scenes. Show that, that beautiful, like, you know, sink your teeth into it kind of content. Maybe it's as simple as you share how you package artwork or you share how you're mixing your watercolor paint or you talk about motherhood plus creativity or you talk about gardening and how that informs your work or you talk about the vacation that you have coming up. Whatever you want to talk about, giving people that next level depth and that more thoughtful content is really, really good on Instagram stories. I would recommend, this is kind of a, you know, tip number six bonus. (laughs) If you have long form, you know, spoken to camera conversations, add captions. If you're speaking to camera, add captions because so many users have their audio turned off and they're just watching. They're not actually listening. And if they see you just chatting away, they're just going to scroll past. But if you can add captions and maybe make them funny or add more detail or add some behind the scenes content, I don't know, you can kind of make it fun. Then they're going to stay and watch, even if their sound is off because there's something interesting happening there. Okay. Number seven is try the new things. If Instagram rolls something out, even if it's small, like a new sticker or a new feature within the stickers section, try it out. Number one, it's fun for you. It lets you play with a new medium, a new, a new idea, a new thing. Number two, it tells Instagram that you are using their tools and they like it when we use their tools. They release things because they think that they're going to be fun for us. And when we can prove that they're right, this is fun, then they're more likely to um, honor our efforts in their app. If you think about it, Instagram and Facebook, Facebook owns Instagram, their goal is to keep users on their app. I mean, really forever. Don't think about that too hard. It's kind of creepy, but their goal is to keep their users on the app and happy. If we can help with that, if we can, you know, share more interesting ways of using the app and things to do on the app and ways to engage with material and, you know, ways to invent with the, with the content, then we're playing into Instagram's game. We're helping them with their game, which again, don't think about it too hard. Just have fun with it. It's fine. Oh gosh. Um, but if you can have fun with the new features, you're both seen as cutting edge for your audience and it allows you to really experiment and to play with something and have a lot of fun with it. And it's fun for your, you know, for everyone involved. So try the new things, stickers, tags, add music, um, ask questions, Things often roll out in different countries. So I happen to know that in Canada, if you're, if you're in Canada, or if you are Canadian, you have access to a feature that we don't have yet in the U S which is events. Um, I think that's called events, but basically you can have, you know, this great events thing and people can join you right in the app. It's crazy. It's beautiful. I have a few different Instagram accounts and one of them had a new feature rolled out yesterday, which is text is now, um, animated, which is amazing. So I played with that a little bit. That was a lot of fun and I really enjoyed it. So whenever something new pops up for you, try it out and just see how it feels and see if you enjoy it. Okay. Tip number eight is to pick a weekly theme. And this is a fun one because again, the power of Instagram stories is your thoughtfulness, your intimacy, and your consistency. Those three things are so important. Consistency. 
pick a weekly theme. You can either make this super easy and delightful, like it's so easy for you to do. You don't, you don't have to think about it. You don't have to stress about it. You just do it. No big deal. Or make it more effort, but make it worth the effort. So some ideas, because I know themes can be a little bit overwhelming to think through, but really listen to these ideas, but listen to your business, listen to your intentions. What do you need out of this relationship between you and your followers? What do you want to get from this relationship? Because you know, it's a back and forth, of course. So with that in mind, here are a few ideas that I have either tried myself or have seen and really, really enjoyed myself. All right. Like I said, it can be so easy. So during COVID, when we were all um, in lockdown or quarantine to some degree or another, I got a little bit depressed. I got a little bit, you know, I just, ugh, I think we all can kind of relate. It just got kind of to be a drag. I was, I was tired of it. Spoken like a true introvert and hermit, by the way, I do not leave my house very often. And even I felt it. So I created this thing called three good things. And I would just choose three good things from my environment. You know, maybe it was the fact that my candle smelled great. I could see some dew on the grass and my kid had the best curly hair ever that day. Or, um, I mix up the perfect color green and there was a Robin outside and my favorite song came on the radio. The most simple things, but I would say three good things. I would share my three good things. And then I would ask my audience to share their three good things. Also very simple. Um, if you're familiar with no like, and trust, this is a great no like trust builder. It was amazing. Okay. Another idea, Q and a Tuesday. You can either ask your audience questions or they can ask you questions, or you can kind of alternate that back and forth. They can ask you, you can ask them every other Tuesday, easy peasy. Um, I have a friend, Jennifer Olivado, that gave me the beautiful idea of doing a Friday night poll party, which I love that name, but basically she just asks her audience the cutest questions, you know, like, um, the office or Schitt's Creek or, you know, pina coladas or daiquiris or tea or coffee, just like, you know, fun things that, you know, she helps, it helps her to get to know her audience. It keeps them engaged. They were silly. They were funny. They were enjoyable. People love giving their opinions. Just FYI, we love sharing our opinions and we love seeing that poll go, you know, who, what are the, what are the ratios here? It was kind of interesting. So a poll party and back to that strategy part, she would sneak in things like, do you prefer, she's a painter. Do you prefer originals or prints, large or small artwork, um, colorful or monochromatic? So just things that would help her figure out her audience's desires while still making it so fun and so silly. Another kind of funny one is a friend of mine, Adam Leham. He runs a company called the Wonder Jam in Columbus, Ohio. He does this hilarious, silly thing on his personal account, not on the Wonder Jam account because it's too silly, but it's called Meme Day Sunday. And he just posts the funniest memes every Sunday. And it's just things like that where you can begin to look forward to something. I know that I want to watch Adam's stories because I know that I want to see those funny memes on Sunday. I know that I want to see Jen's, you know, Friday night pool party. I think that's so cute. Um, I want to see, you know, just like things that people can come back to. They can continue seeing and, and enjoying. 
You could also go more complex. I think the Q&A Tuesday is more complex. You could also do something like, um, if you're an artist, you could do Art History Tuesday, or you could do Get to Know Color and kind of unfold, you know, why is this color important? What kind of artwork does it appear in? Um, when did it first, you know, come on the scenes in art history? Is there a painting from art history that, that has a lot of that color in it? So you can kind of like tailor it to fit your desires and tailor it to fit your ambitions, but find something that you can do consistently that you can do week after week, maybe not forever, but for the next, let's say month or two months or maybe the next quarter. Okay. I just took a second. (laughs) I just paused for a second and, um, counted and we're up to number nine right now. So I'm great at counting y'all. I'm just, I'm so good at counting. Okay. Number nine, here we go. Consistently show up with your content, with your aesthetic, with your style and with your voice. Now this is different from a weekly theme. A weekly theme is a great idea. Go for it. If that sinks in and makes sense to you, then do that 100%. But beyond even the weekly theme, show up within your brand vibe. Again, if you've taken making that work, or if you're ready for it, this is going to make sense to you. Your brand vibe is the essence of what you offer the world. Your Instagram stories are a part of that. They are not separate from that. They are not um, thoughtless. They are not, they are not effortless. They are not sloppy. They need to show up within your brand vibe. They need to be just as elegant, refined, thoughtful, curated, beautiful, while still being human, still being more behind the scenes, still being more like, you know, raw and real and not quite as perfect but they need to feel like the behind the scenes to something that is beautiful and editorial and lovely. Does that make sense? So imagine if Vogue did behind the scenes, it would not feel sloppy and nasty or too raw, too real, too rugged. It would still feel elegant and thoughtful and editorial because it's Vogue. Come on. They're amazing. Same with Nike. If Nike, that's kind of a huge brand, but take the example and run with it. If Nike were to create behind the scenes Instagram stories, they would still feel like Nike. They would feel passionate and charismatic and um, like really sportsy and modern. They would feel within the brand vibe. They would not deviate from the brand vibe. Same with me. I have this brand persona of being really um, elegant and layered and, and thoughtful and like I can't even, (laughs) it's hard to describe yourself, isn't it? But, um, I hope romantic and beautiful and creative and soulful. And I hope that my Instagram stories resemble all of those things, but in a way that feels more behind the scenes, a little bit more intimate, a little bit more, um, you know, closer to whom, who I am as a person while still conveying all of those things beautifully. So show up consistently as your brand. If, if you are a brand, if you're not a brand, if you're, you know, just maybe not quite there yet, totally fine. And you don't have to be there, but whatever you're putting out into the world, just, just please understand that you on social media are not you in real life. And what I mean by that is it is okay to have those protective layers in place. I think that is very healthy, very healthy. Emily Jeffords that you see on social media and that you hear in this podcast and that you see on my website, that is not me. 
That is a version of me. That is part, a small part of me. The rest of me is so much more layered and complex and honestly messy and honestly way more interesting, but the internet can't take all of that, so it's okay. I think it's very, very healthy to have those sides and to have those parts and to keep them separate. So even if you're not a brand, it took me a long time to think of myself as a brand or to think of my work as a brand. But once you get there, it's very easy to understand that this is my brand. This is what she stands for. This is what it is. And now this is me and I can be so multifaceted and so, you know, a sloppy mess and that's totally fine. My brand is still pure and what it should be, what, you know, what it's meant to be. So anyways, number nine is to consistently show up with your content, with your style, with your aesthetic, with everything, everything that you put onto social media should resemble your Instagram stories beautifully. Okay. Number 10. And again, there is a bonus in the download. So go grab that. But number 10 is if you do not have the swipe up feature, do not worry. You don't need it. Here's the secret. You don't need the swipe up feature, which is so handy, by the way, if you have over 10,000 followers, for sure be using the swipe up feature at least every other day. It is such a good feature. It's my favorite feature on Instagram stories. It's so, so useful. If you don't have it, no big deal. Because here's the secret for you. Inside of DMs, regardless of your audience size, at this time in history, you know, it's what, October 2020, your Instagram DMs contain clickable links. So if someone goes to their DMs and they see a DM from you with a link in it, they can click on it and go right to the website. They don't even need to swipe up. They don't even need to go to your profile. They just have to go to their DMs, which feels so intimate and special. They can go directly from that DM to your link, to your site, to your webpage, to whatever, to the product listing itself, whatever you want to send them to, you can send them directly from their DM to the website, which is incredible and honestly is more effective than swipe up because of the intimate nature of it, because it's so personal. It's so intimate. All right. So how this works in practice, let's say that you have a sale on your prints. If you're a painter, you have prints or you're a photographer, you have prints of your work and you want to have a sale. Awesome. You could say on your Instagram stories, I'm having a sale until Monday night, 25% off, DM me for the secret code. And then you have either a box that they can DM. There's like a little button that you can click inside of, you know, Instagram stickers, or they can just DM you right from the bottom of the app, or they can go to your profile and send you a DM, whatever they want to do. However they want to get there, they can get there. And then in your DMs, you just copy and paste a beautiful message with a link and you're done. And it's so easy and it feels so special for them and for you. You'll have sweet conversations that come out of that. You're going to have some great feedback. You're going to have that, that back and forth with your audience that you want. That is gold. It's so, so good. And honestly, it's much more effective than swipe up or even clicking the link in your profile. It's so effective. All right, guys, we made it to the end of this podcast. 10 tips for helping you create a beautiful and fresh Instagram story in 2020 and in 2021, I think. There's so much more we can get into. Swipe the, oh my gosh, not swipe, <laughs> click 
I have an Instagram rolled in my head, gosh. Click the link in my um, show notes below and you can get access to the download and the bonus tip because it's a good one. All right, guys, this has been amazing. In this episode, I did mention my natural painting guide. And I know that some of you were like, wait, I want that guide. (laughs) I'll put a link for that below as well. Do not worry. A guide to natural oil painting, having a non-toxic studio, painting safely, painting in a way that's not going to harm you and those around you. Very important and very, very beautiful and needed. Also, The Pigment Lab launches on October 22nd, which is just a couple days away from now. Join us. It's going to be the most beautiful course on the internet. I am in love, if you cannot tell. I am so proud of this. I am so pleased. And not only is it going to be beautiful, because I know that matters, but it's not the most important thing. I get it. I mean, I don't get it, but I do. You know what I mean? you're going to walk away with actual skills. I do not hold back in this course. I do not have anything reserved. I'm an open book, completely open book. I take you from my exact process from start to finish. Tinting, layering, patchworking, mixing, blending, literally every single step along the way is walked through, talked about, explained, everything. It is so thorough and so good. And I can do this because part of the course's goal is to help you develop your own work. So I can share really openly because I know that at the end of the course, you're going to have the tools that you need to go create your own work. You're not going to copy me. You're not going to copy my work. I'm not even worried about that because the goal of the course is for you to create your own authentic and you know, soulful and connected body of work that looks like you and that tells your story and that that comes from your hands and from your point of view and from your worldview and from your inspiration. So I cannot wait to see what comes out of this course because it's not going to be my work. It's not going to be more Emily Jeffords paintings. It's going to be your paintings and that's going to be really exciting to see. So the Pigment Lab opens October 22nd join us. It will be incredible. Okay. Our next podcast episode is extra special. It is an interview with one of my personal heroes, Morgan Harper Nichols. We talked way back in May and I've been holding this episode a little bit secret because it's, it was for my collective. It was for the membership that I lead for creative entrepreneurs, the collective, and they have had it, you know, in their hearts and in their minds since, since, um, July. And I want to share it with you guys also because Morgan's words touch all of us deeply. If you don't know of her work, go check it out. I think it'll be really meaningful to know who she is before the next episode. So go check out her work. Her words are deeply nourishing, always. But I think especially as we come to this, you know, we're all very, very tired. We've all been living in a COVID world for a long time now. I got off the phone with her after the interview back in May, and I told my assistant Haley that I felt like I had just gotten a truly nourishing hug. Like, I feel like she gave me the most generous gift I have received from someone on the internet in maybe my whole life. It was so beautiful. I felt so 
deeply nourished after our talk. So I really want to share that with you. So that's our next episode. Stay tuned. It will be so life-giving and so, um, so, so good. Just so good. All right, guys, there are a lot of links below. Click on all of them. They're all great. Check out Morgan's work before the next episode. Join the Pigment Lab. Get the free painting guide. Get the download for this episode, the 10 tips slash 11 tips for a fresher Instagram story game. And I will see you next time. All right, it's good to be back, guys. And I can't wait to talk more. All right, bye for now.